<laughs> from Scion, Hawaii. This is Odin. Because Odin loves you. I mean, you bring it real high, and then we're going to come down a little bit lower here for a moment. And we're going to do uh, a minute of breathing before we get into the episode here. And I'll give you a brief intro to the, epi the episode uh, coming. I am speaking on uh, the property I'm on right now, uh, which is Scion. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, we'll get into it in the episode. Uh, we'll get into how I arrived here and what that's going to look like in the future and what that's looking like now. And it's just a, a dreamy overall situation. And I, I, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm lost for words for the first time <laughs> with this place. I, I, I can't really speak on it too much. It's just, uh, it's overwhelming, to be honest. Um, I will say that I do have books online to read. Uh, Meditate or Die uh, is available on Amazon. Ghost Army is available on Amazon. Truth Dare Gaze, which is a really fun tantric Truth or Dare game, uh, is on Amazon. It's pretty intimate. <laughs> Maybe best done with a, a partner or um, a loved one or some really close friends. Um, the Yum Yum Coloring Book is on Amazon. And this place is sponsored by this. This, this podcast is sponsored by this place. You know, and it's just the most epic and amazing place. And I hope to to host all my homies and all my loved ones here soon and whenever life allows with the, the current restrictions. <laughs> but yes, life is beautiful, and I uh, I'm super blessed right now, and uh, oh, always and forever I am blessed, and uh, I'm really feeling blessed right now, and I'm really feeling gratitude for my present surroundings, and I'm doing my very best to <sighs> to breathe, just to breathe. So before uh, I get into this episode, I just want to do a minute of breathing. And just deep breathing in, in through the nose and exhaling it through the mouth. Allowing your body to calm, allowing your brain to relax, putting all your intention into your breath. Whenever a thought floats in, allow that thought to be acknowledged and float away. Come back to your breath. <laughs> yeah, breathing's great, you guys. Uh, I highly recommend it. This episode is also brought to you by breathing. <laughs> it's the dopest. Oh man. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna leave um, you with that, and uh, I love you. I appreciate you. You're so valuable, and, and you're so important, and you're loved. Yeah, yeah. You're you're seen. All those things. Um, I see you, I feel you, um, I'm rooting for you. <sighs> I'm 
rooting for us all. We are all one. <laughs> me rooting for you is you rooting for me, and me rooting for myself is rooting for you. And uh, I want us all to be successful, and that's what uh, I'm dedicated to is you know helping us be more and more successful. And we're we're on it, guys. We're learning some lessons, and we're taking some licks, and we're going through the most challenging long-term trip I've experienced <laughs> in my lifetime. I've been to war. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is challenging. It's a, uh, it's, it's. I think we're all learning a lot, though. I think we're all, we all are learning, you know, how to sit with this experience and to rationalize it and to um, learn from it and ideally not make the same mistakes over again. So I will leave you with that. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Krishna. Goodbye. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh, boy. That was a deep burn. <laughs> oh. Hi. <laughs> uh, this is Odin with Odin Loves You. And uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, I've uh, I, I seen in my recordings that the last time I recorded was on 420. And that was the last time I was, <laughs> I, I assume, inspired to do so. And what a journey it's been in the past two and a half months since I recorded that last episode. And I, I've been waiting to record again until I was in a more stable environment, um, physically and mentally. <laughs> I know it's been a really challenging time for, for all of us right now, uh, given the current restrictions of existence and doing our best to process what that even means and um yeah it's been tough you know for me personally for sure and with, with being isolated for uh three plus months now uh that has also been challenging and um i'm on the other side of it now <laughs> now now i'm i'm totally blissed out with being alone and being uh where i am and i'm coming to you from uh, my new property uh or our new property <laughs> it's, it's it's a weird calling this place mine it's a yeah it's a part of uh this beautiful amazing land of hawaii and uh, i think everyone's fairly aware of how insane amazing hawaii is but i had no idea i honestly had no clue, you know. I always perceived Hawaii as being inaccessible to me um, because I heard it just so ungodly expensive here, and it can be. If one is trying to live a traditional American lifestyle in Hawaii, um, going to Bed Bath and Beyond and Cheesecake Factory and etc., um, <laughs> you know, and buying all the things, you know, from all the different places, it can be expensive here. But if one is living like a, a true Hawaiian and growing their own food and living in a, in a minimalist, conscious way, in harmony with the environment around them, um, it's very accessible. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it. I've never made more than $40,000 my entire life, and I am now a an owner of a retreat center in Hawaii. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's possible. Anything can work out. You know, in this place, uh, I'm calling it Scion. You know, it, it is a very much a, a sanctuary for everyone that that needs it, honestly. You know, and I know after this, you know, current uh, you know pandemic we're dealing with, like, everyone's going to need some time to 
reevaluate their existence and to like really spend you know intentional time to um, understand what existence even means <laughs> i've been spending a lot of time <laughs> on that yeah and i and i feel really uh inspired by this place and inspired to share it with others and ideally this place will be a beacon for people to explore their their life consciously and to find a more conscious and uh, a more in tune existence with their their true self <sighs> and it's 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 so so achievable so achievable here guys like it's so achievable to be able to come here live simply and be super in tune with the nature that surrounds and i'm looking over my my balcony right now into a a, a tropical rainforest <laughs> And it's just like blowing my mind constantly and the birds are chirping, the wind's blowing and um, it's magical, you know. And I want to talk about, you know, how I arrived at this at this place. Um, this has been my goal um, for quite some time to own a, a small retreat center or I mean, really to, I, I, hate, I hate saying the word owned, it seems fucking so arbitrary when I like, <laughs> I'm like leasing this land from the volcano goddess Pele here. You know, whenever she decides to blow again, this place is ground zero on top of the volcano. So um, this is a, a limited time <laughs> offer for sure. I mean, there's there's no real uh, way to know like, when she will blow again or and, you know, how long that will be. But uh, it's fairly likely she will blow again. You know, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. <laughs> that's, what that's, that's what the motto of this place is, you know, and I, I appreciate that. Honestly, like if I was able to spend a month here, two months here, a year, five years, 10, 15, 20, you know, like I would just feel so grateful, <laughs> so blessed for any amount of time I'm able to spend here. You know, I'm surrounded by avocado trees, cacao trees, star fruit, vanilla bean. It's just, it's, it's silly, you know, like, I mean, I, I don't I mean, coming from uh, someone who grew up in the Midwest, um, yeah, it's, it's a total different way of living here you know it's a, it's a hawaiian way of living that's accessible and how i arrived here is a interesting story <laughs> um I, I was facilitating retreats in denver for a long time under a nonprofit that I was running and um, i saw during that time that the retreats were like the real crux of what was giving these veterans uh, solutions to their to their problems, you know, and, and not solutions from an outside source, but from solutions from within. They're able to spend time in nature and really intentional conscious time exploring art and yoga and meditation and later anthenogenics to be able to really tune in with themselves and find the answers within, you know, like we all have the same data and the same knowledge and the same awareness, you know, and we consume different kind of programming that hides that knowledge and that aware, awareness of our, our, our true nature and the nature around us. And I'm doing my best to, you know, keep this place as a, uh, a free, a free zone from programming, you know, and only programming by the nature that surrounds us. And it's important. It's important to spend intentional time in nature and being able to get back to our true, our true Buddha nature that is unindoctrinated, unindoctrinated by programming, by either societal, religious, or any programming that you know, consumes uh, materialism. You know, like all these programs are meant to manipulate us to 
hijack our energy and put it into nefarious purposes. And I've been on the, the other end of that <laughs> several times. And uh, I appreciate being able to provide space for people to see through their programs and to take time away from their habits and their routines and to you know, allow, them, allow them to create a new one, a, a conscious one, one that is fully aware of why they are doing things and what those things are and what the, what the impact is of those things. You know, and I, I learned that through trial and error. You know, I, I thought that, you know, teaching veterans to do art and yoga and meditation was, you know, very um, accessible. You know, and it was, you know, but the problem is we were doing it in a, a very busy city, you know, and it took us going into the wilderness to explore those things deeper to really have, have benefit. And in 2017, I believe, uh, my timeline is off uh, by a year or two, it could be 17 or 18, um, I facilitated a ceremony for some veterans. Um, we were exploring anthenogens. Um, and one of those entheogens was a toad venom, and in that toad venom experience, we all had some really profound insights, and some of those insights were manifested in various ways. And one of my insights that I have through that experience led me to sell everything that I owned and pare down to you know two to three backpacks of things and take off. <laughs> It was uh, right after, it had to be 2017, it was right after um, our Lord and Savior Trump was uh, elected the president, and I felt I just needed to get out of the country and to re reassess things from a, a different perspective, you know, to get a, get a global view on, these th on the, the things. And that global view led to a universal view, and, you know, and I'm, and, and those experiences of me traveling, I was seeking to find the most idealistic place to to drop down and to spend time to really set in and to be, really be present in that area and be a part of the community be one of my neighbors you know and teach yoga and to uh, volunteer on farms and to be really in touch and in tune with the, the environment around me and um in that in that time i was traveling i went to all of my most favorite <laughs> possible places i could i could possibly fathom you know i started off in morocco and i went to Egypt, and I went over to uh, Thailand or Bali, and then to Thailand, Thailand to Vietnam, Vietnam to India, no, Vietnam back to Thailand, <laughs> Thailand to India, India to Prague, Prague to Berlin, Berlin to Munich, Vienna, um, Portugal, Spain. Burning Man in Spain. <laughs> now I'm just drifting. Um, yeah, so I, I've traveled to all these different amazing places, and every place that I found was I always felt a bit out of balance, you know. And like, there's plenty of places I could spend time. And I, was, I was tempting to spend time in Prague when this this pandemic happened. I was on my way to move there, and um, that's this whole situation happened and prevented me from doing so. And I had to reevaluate my circumstances. I had to, you know, find a new potential for me to um, to exist. <laughs> at, at that time, my dream was moving to Prague and being a part of the, the amazing, beautiful community there that exists. 
and it's just full of culture, full of amazing ideas, and full of creative people, and I really want to tap into that, and I, and I hope to again one day. But in lieu of not being able to access Prague, Hawaii seemed like the ne next best option. <laughs> and it is, and I guess maybe even a more um, aligned option for me, you know, as I have been wanting to spend more time in nature, and I grew up in nature. I grew up as a white trash, hillbilly, redneck kid in the Midwest, <laughs> hunting off my land and fishing and every, every, you know, whenever I wanted to, and just like, yeah, drinking light beers and yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sort. Um, and so I, I know what it's like to feel uh, immersed in nature. We I mean, as a, as a child, we used to make fun of the the city folk. You know, they they to, to us they didn't understand. You know what you know it meant to be you know truly aware of their surroundings you know they had their heads down bumping into each other and we were very communal as i was growing up very aware of uh, the necessity to be communal and not be such a individualized person and to be a part of a whole yeah and getting back to that feels good you guys <laughs> getting back to nature and Ideally, uh, getting plugged into the community, and you know, I was I was feeling very um, very lonely here recently, so I've been here alone, you know, for since March, you know, four plus months, and um, it's wearing on me. I mean, I, I have I go through phases where I'm totally content with it, and I'm in my groove, writing and reading and exploring life and meditating and yoga and walking and totally content you know and then there's times that it hits me that um i am you know in this amazing amazing space and i'm not sharing it with others you know and it's uh, it feels awkward you know i'll say you know like I, i'm not feeling so sad as much as i am it just feels awkward not to share this amazing experience that i'm experiencing with others and um the universe like you know threw me a bone <laughs> It linked me up with this guy that I met who's an amazing guitar player and he knew some amazing artists and then a writer and like I got in touch with a, a whole creative community here last night just randomly and um, just because I was I voiced my discern with being lonely you know and I think it's okay uh, for us to to speak about these things and then the American way um, well I mean really the Western way is just to stuff those feelings down you know and not acknowledge them and just move through them, you know, and like I can do that for a fair amount of time, to be honest, but at a certain point, you know, like uh, I've reached a, reaches a breaking point where I need to acknowledge those feelings, you know, and I need to allow those things to percolate and allow those things to, to be, you know, and, um, you know, and as I allow those things to be, the universe opened up and sent me some friends, <laughs> which I am eternally grateful for. So yeah, as, as I was traveling, I was trying to get to Prague, um, that was not happening, and I got to Hawaii, and I, I was volunteering on a couple of farms over on the Kona side, um, and really enjoying my time in nature and reconnecting with nature, and as I got more and more in tune here, I just felt like I needed to just really set in, and with the, the current restrictions of living, you know, I felt like a, a, the, the most ideal place to be, you know, during uh, the circumstances and it is, it is the most ideal place, you know, and unfortunately it's really challenging to visit this ideal place at the current moment, and hopefully that will open up uh, in time, but it is completely ideal, 
the weather is completely ideal. The the people here are just fucking insane and dope and amazing. There's enough resources here to where you know there's any comfort is is fed. You know, and then there's you know a lack of you know the the higher end and uh, more bougie resources that um, are not really necessary, especially here. You know, when when we're surrounded by so much nature. There's no need to, you know, you know, have material things to make us feel good. <laughs> the nature around makes us feel good. I bought a few plants yesterday, and like I can't even tell you how good that felt. I don't know when the last time is that I bought a plant, <laughs> and like, you know, I was able to like give a plant a home, you know, and like, um, it's yeah, it's just totally insane. So I, I arrived here. And I, I, meet, I bought a house within, or well, I put a, a, an offer down on the house within a month of being here. <laughs> uh, my first time here, and uh, which I know it sounds completely insane, and as I'm saying it out loud, it's, it's, it's kind of wild. But I thought my intuition was pretty dialed in. And for me, like having my intuition dialed in is the most important <laughs> for me. Um, because I operate on a very loose life plan. You know, a lot of people have a career or like a, a path, you know, to follow. And like for me, I've been retired since 2018, so two years now. And so I've had to create my own path, you know, and create my own guidelines. And um, I am great, eternally grateful for being able to do that. But it also um, comes with discipline. I have a, an incredible amount of dis discipline in my life, and that's what gives, gives me the most amount of happiness is being able to sit in and really enjoy that discipline. And being here on this property, I've, I've allowed myself to have you know enough joys that is not distracting me from my practices. You know, it's, it's easy to get overwhelmed by being on an entire, you know, property by yourself with endless tasks to do and endless creative projects and like endless writing projects and endless, you know, endless everything to do around here. You know, I'm, I'm allowing myself to really just be at peace with it. And my motto is slow is smooth, as smooth is fast, you know, and uh, I will slowly and smoothly, you know, pull things together here and allow myself to you know, be present in it as it happens. And my schedule here is insane, you guys, you know, and I'm super excited with it. And, you know, my, my, I wake up, I meditate, I go for a walk, usually about, I don't know, I, didn't, I haven't timed it. It's around half an hour to 45 minutes, I would guess. And I come back and I exercise um, in my carport here and I have uh, slowly building a, a little home jungle gym. And I'm really enjoying that. And if I'm exercise, I do yoga. Yoga takes anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour, and um, while I'm doing yoga, listening to audiobooks, uh, a book I'm reading right now is from my, my soon-to-be meditation coach, Jack Cornfield, Bringing Home the Dharma, and it's, um, it's been really inspiring to listen to while I do yoga. Then after yoga, I usually have a couple of house um, cleaning to do, or house maintenance, watering plants trimming things and really just killing time until I'm able to eat. <laughs> uh, I do intermittent fasting until 11. So once I'm able to eat, I, I eat and I've been eating the same exact meal for four weeks now or so. Yeah, almost. Yeah, right at four weeks. Um, and the long story short is I, I broke my jaw <laughs> doing yoga. 
Um, and it really restricted my, my ability to, um, to have, you know, a variety of things. So yeah, long story short, you know, my, I was doing yoga and I was going into a backward bend and for whatever reason I passed out, I passed out and I landed on my chin and, uh, my chin pushed my jawbone up into my skull. And when that happened, my mandible fractured and had a laceration on my chin, the mandible fracture. And I woke up in a pool of my own blood, you know, like, and just, just like with like no idea what was going on. You know, one minute I was doing yoga and having the most amazing experience and really, really enjoying it. And the next moment I was on the ground and the most pain that I have felt in so, so, so long. God, it's, it's insane painful. And I woke up and it took me about two hours to really rationalize the experience and to like realize what just happened, you know? And the, the only thing I could rationalize was that I was experiencing so much bliss in my backward bend that I passed out and into Samadhi uh, of some sort. And I've, I've been reading about this and uh, Shiri uh, Ramakrishna is one of the most devout followers of Kali. And he used to, I'm not saying I'm um, uh, parallel to this, this gentleman or not, but I know from reading his book is that he would pass out in Samadhi while going to the zoo <laughs> or, like, or like going out and seeing live music. He, like, he would go to the zoo and see a tiger and just fucking pass out because he was so excited about seeing that tiger. <laughs> he couldn't, his brain just couldn't process, process how amazing it was to have a fucking live tiger in front of him. And I'm not condoning zoos because zoos are a terrible, awful prison for animals. But Shiri Ramakrishna, he used to have these amazing samadhi experiences while, you know, while the most mundane of activities were happening. And that's what happened with me after I had my, my toad venom experience. You know, I was experiencing what is called a, a kundalini awakening where my, my energy channels throughout my spine, my, ch my chakras were totally cleared. You know, that there was no more programming there from childhood, from religion, from military, from society. All that programming was gone. There was nowhere to be found. And I was able to program whatever new operating system I wanted to program within myself. And I wanted to be a traveling writer. <laughs> that was like, that was the most romantic goal I could, I could possibly think of. Uh, I was traveling the world and writing a book. And I, I was able to do it. I somehow pulled it off, you know, and like, and ever since, you know, you know, that, that experience, I've allowed myself to fully indulge into dreams, to possibilities. You know, like one of the things I say to myself every night before I go to sleep is to remind myself to remember my dreams and remember like the importance of those dreams. And that's something that I've been trying to do more in the daytime also is to remember my daydreams because I have really <laughs> prolific, you know, life-changing daydreams constantly. And uh, I try to allow myself to have those dreams and to fully experience those dreams. You know, and one of those dreams has been to have a small retreat center to be able to host homies and friends and family and friends of friends. And, you know, if, if I know someone and they know someone that could benefit from being here, I want them, I want to make that happen. You know, I want to be able to host, you know, anyone and everyone that is, you know, within, um, reason <laughs> to, 
to, to, to come here and to just to reset, just to like be with nature and to be with themselves and to explore any kind of practice they want to explore. I can help facilitate. You know, I'm I am constantly doing different fasting techniques, different meditations, different. You know, I'm doing a um, digital fasting and a food fasting, um, water fast here here soon. And yeah, and I, I explore you know microdosing and you know doing different. Um, spiritual practices, and um, right now I'm devoted to Kali, and Kali is my homegirl. <laughs> She'll be a t-shirt. Kali is my homegirl. And she is the one who's been opening me up to being, you know, fully in tune with, with who I am and, you know, my, my true universal nature, and that's what led me to purchasing this property. And this property is fucking insane. I mean, I can't even put it into words I won't even try you know like everyone just needs to come out and spend some time here and um, make it happen <laughs> some way or another I think I think I think everyone's gonna need to pitch in for a boat <laughs> to get here I don't think um, air travel is gonna be super accessible I don't know man it's, it's I don't want to get into that so much um, this property, it's it's a resource. It's a resource for my community and, you know, anyone that's in within that community, their community, and hopefully it leads to annual events and leads to really inspirational change in the world and within ourselves, you know, and and how I see this developing is this is the this is the phase one of this of this dream, this goal. This is a small small property. I can host you know, probably up to seven or so people at a time, you know, and that's, you know, maximum. That's enough you know, for now, you know, and phase two is, you know, buying more land and doing this on a larger scale. So I think this needs to happen more and more and more. And once that, that property is dialed in, we do it somewhere else, you know, and keep giving people this resource of being able to reset within themselves and within nature and to find their, their true inner balance. You know, and to be able to pursue that unabashedly and to really be present in like whatever dream or whatever focus they want to have, you know, and it's, it's happening. I've been trying to rationalize this as being reality for uh, nearly a week now. I moved in uh, a week ago tomorrow, or I'm sorry, excuse me, Monday. And it's just hard to take in, you guys. It's just so amazing. The wind's blowing. <laughs> Today is 4th of July. And uh, I have nothing to say on that note. Um, I am excited about the, the nude beach tomorrow and the drum circle and then the pizza party on Tuesday and then the dance party on Wednesday and making new friends and having friends visit. And um, I'll just leave it at that. I think that's enough for now. But um, I'm super excited. I am so overwhelmed with gratitude for this place, and I just wanted to speak on that for a minute, and how I arrived here, and how I perceive this happening more and more in the future, and um, it's dreamy, you guys, this is a, it's a total dream, you know, and I, I hope to share that dream with you, and hope to inspire you to share your dream with others, you know, whatever that dream is, it's... it's it's valid, you know, there, there is no, no too high or too low, you know, whichever way you want to go. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's, it's really about being able to live consciously among nature, you know, and 
and I do appreciate a good city, you know, and, you know, the, the culture that comes with that. But being able to come back to nature and to um, integrate after experiencing such an experience of uh, a really hectic city, it's the same as um, doing a, you know, a psychedelic journey. You know, whenever we go down a, a really intense road, we need time to sit with that experience and to rationalize it in our brain and to reintegrate it to our reality either or, or or change our reality and change our reality so we're not experiencing this the same harshness or the same lesson over and over again and ideally we're making progress in this life and able to reincarnate less and less and less and less and less for me personally i am reincarnating um i'm committing to reincarnating for 500 years <laughs> That's my that's my uh, my Indian um, you know ancient Indian plan is like they looked at things on a 500 year scale, you know like they would have you know they'd formulate a plan in the first 100 years and they would execute part of the plan in the next 100 years and they would reevaluate the plan in the next 100 years and eventually by the 500th year we would be in the most harmonious situation and imagine if someone 500 years ago put a plan like that in place, you know, for this modern day society, where we'd be at. So I'm, I'm committing to doing that now. I'm on a, um, this lifetime is committed to developing that plan <laughs> and spending time to see what that plan could look like. And then maybe uh, in the next lifetimes, I'll be able to execute that plan and really put it into action. And I, I hope others are doing the same. I hope we're all looking at things on a, on a really universal scale you know, from way above to see how all these things are interplaying with each other and how we can play consciously rather than being played with. <laughs> and I'll leave it there. I just want to say Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Uh, I really appreciate, you know, the, the Lord of the universe for allowing me to experience such bliss and being this incredible avatar that I'm in. <laughs> Uh, so overwhelmingly beautiful, and, and I, I just can't put it into words, you guys. But I appreciate you much. Thank you for listening, and um, I love you. I love you very much. <laughs> Bye. I do love you. It's so hard. <laughs> I don't know why it was so hard to say at the end there. I do love you, and I appreciate you so much. And I wanted to just share some last notes on the episode. I mentioned that I've been eating the same thing for four weeks now. I just wanted to mention what that thing is. And I've been eating the same thing for both my meals. I eat at 11, I eat at 6, 6.30 sometimes. And that meal has been eggs in a smoothie, a smoothie bowl to be uh, specific. And I just wanted to share the recipe with people if people are interested. And... Um, exploring that it's insane <laughs> it's, it's honestly my, my favorite meal in the world and i'm totally content with eating it every day twice a day like forever um i don't see it you know slowing down i do incorporate some ahi tuna uh, whenever i go to town so like once a week or so i'll get some ahi tuna and uh, eat that instead of the eggs and still have the smoothie um, but yeah, I'm totally content with it. So my recipe is uh, the eggs is really simple. Putting about a half a clove of garlic in the pan with some olive oil, 
and scrambling the eggs with coconut milk and turmeric and black pepper and a bit of Himalayan salt and scrambling those in the pan. And then the smoothie is a bit more intricate. <laughs> it takes a really good blender too. I have a Vitamix, uh, which is super helpful. But I put half an apple, half an orange, um, a handful or two of greens, spinach or you know some kind of spinach kale mix, um, berries, strawberries, blueberries, um, probably about a cup or so, some dragon fruit, frozen banana, uh, flaxseed, uh, oatmeal, uh, protein powder, collagen protein powder, coconut milk, water, <laughs> carrot, beets, uh, probably about you know, one carrot and about half a beet, depending on the size. And yeah, I blend it up. <laughs> and I blend that up with some ice, and um, it's amazing. And I pour it into a bowl, and in that bowl, I put about a teaspoon or half a, half a tablespoon or so of honey, and I do a, um, this, is, this is probably a bit too much, but I'm just used to it now, <laughs> is I eat a, a tablespoon of sunflower um, butter, uh, sunflower seed butter, which is like the most insane, densely nutritious thing I've come across. Uh, it's, uh, I, I can't even tell you. But I do some sunflower butter with some other kind of butter, uh, peanut butter, which is like a, I'm using a honey roasted peanut butter, a natural honey roasted peanut butter with that. And I put that in the bowl with the honey, and I, I sprinkle crumbles of protein cookies <laughs> on top. So you can see like how it would be pretty goddamn delicious. Um, and it's totally healthy, you know? Like I have... You know, a bit of belly fat, uh, but not much. Uh, I am in the best shape of my life. I feel great, feel amazing. I've been eating the same thing every day, twice a day um, for you know, a month now, and I, uh, I'm not at all ashamed of it. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually ecstatic. It's like uh, finding, you know, like your like soul food, like whatever. What like what what was your like your meal that you would have that would be it's like rather than having the meal that you would have at your um, on your deathbed, uh, what what meal would you have to live happily, successfully? You know, what meal would feed you with all the nutrition that you need, without restricting you know your the pleasure of your taste buds? You know, and you know having having mouth pleasure is a very fair pleasure. You know, I'm not about you know drinking any kind of soylent green <laughs> concoction. But this like life slurry of a smoothie, it is full of all the things that we need, and you know, and it's, it still tastes so delicious. So yeah, I just want to share that with you, and um, I will report back on that that diet and uh, some time and see how it's going. Uh, I don't see me stopping it anytime soon. I'm really enjoying it, and ideally, I'm gonna be I'll be growing all the things I need for the smoothie uh, on the property here and get chickens and pretty soon I'll be totally self-sustainable here on the property. So super excited about that. Just want to leave you with that last note, smoothie and egg recipe. <laughs> I love you and I appreciate you and I am, I'm so inspired to, um, to talk to you. Thank you so, so much. Bye.